When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day everyone and welcome to another episode of On The Turnbuckle here on mypodcasthouse.com or whatever you're listening to us on. Thank you for joining us. A very good day to you, uh, Welshie. Very good day, Tony. How are you? Good. Good to see you. I uh, haven't seen you for a long, long time. Well, I've been on death's door with COVID. Are you feeling okay now? <coughs> yep. Yeah, I'm good. Good to hear. Good to hear. Lyle, how are you, buddy? I'm doing well, mate. Did uh, we rat test him before letting him in the studio? Uh, they rat tested me before I went to a wedding a couple of weeks ago, and I, everyone there ended up with COVID, so the rat tests are about as accurate as the Lakers shooting at the minute. Well, so, in the toilet then. Yeah. Uh, how, how's Steph? I don't really She's care. She's good. Oh, that's good. That's great to hear. Can I ask a question? Do you two hate each other's company? The last episode went for about 40 minutes without me here, or is yeah, because we don't talk shit. We just got straight into it, and that was it. And there was a distinct lack of jokes as well. Mm. No, we were okay. I thought we, we, we did I thought well. thought it was a good episode. I actually got a lot of uh, talkback from people telling me that they really enjoyed it. Talkback from people saying, why wasn't there an episode this week? I'm like, just because I wasn't on it doesn't mean there was no episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a good episode, though. I'll take your word for it. I haven't listened to it yet. I was a bit sick. Mm. Because, uh, Jake Taylor was our man. I like Jake Taylor. Mm. Very good. All reports. The the uh, the weekend shows went well too, Tony. Yeah. Uh, Jake had a couple of great matches. I actually forgot to ask him a question though. No, I was no, going to no. ask him how his mum was. Well. Because of course I met her at a show. Yeah. Lovely lady. Yeah. Um, you were talking to her for longer than I think he, she would have. No, I think it was, I don't know who that I other person was. Yeah. I think they probably were, were there. Um, yeah. I, I think you wanted to ask, but you've seen nervous. the size of him at the minute. Even though it was over Zoom, He's you're still me. very nervous. Yeah, yeah no, fair He's a very handsome man, Jake Taylor. Very good looking. Great hair. Good genes. Of course, our good friends at Australian Wrestling Network uh, help us pay for this show. Well, they don't, but they've got a good product and we like to support them. Yes, just like apparently we have a good product and they like to support us. We've got a mediocre product that we yeah. like to support. Yeah. Um, well, that- brought to you by the McChicken because it's not the fillet of fish. Well, we're not going to talk about that. We're not? No, because you're going to stick up for the fillet of fish and I don't want to. No, no, it. no. I'm just happy to say that I think the McChicken burger is a fillet of fish with chicken salt. I don't it's think got there's chicken in it. But it doesn't taste like chicken. What does chicken taste the like? The consistency is just a white, mushy meat. No, I enjoy a McChicken. Oh, uh, it's, not, it's not the same texture as a fillet of fish. Mm. It, it's not 
it's not real chicken, but it's the best you're going to get at uh, McDonald's. The McChicken's good for the and one burger, so you get your burger meal and you're a bit hungry still, plus the McChicken. Mm. That's, that's the... It's a good plus. It's a good plus one. Yeah. Much like Tyson yeah, you know, at a wedding. The amazing thing is, uh, this is this is what I would like to put to you. It's six dollars seventy five for a McChicken burger, and you probably get you wouldn't get more meat than a drumstick. I can go to Coles and get a whole chicken for ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. but those Coles chickens aren't very good. I'll if you get them, if you get them when they're fresh, but that you had you have no day, idea. It is gelatin. Yeah. What what about the? Uh, is it Coles that have the Vegemite? One? Oh, yeah, I think I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't. Sounds disgusting. Oh, Look, yeah. just drive out to Footscray. Yeah. Get out to Chicken Palace. Go see Uncle there, and um, he'll make you the best chicken you've ever had. And his chips are to die for. All right. Fantastic. We'll uh, do in, that. Um, Let's... It's in Ballarat Road. Yeah, okay. Doesn't hey. look like much. The shop's a bit dirty. Food's great. While you were uh, sick last week, yeah, Lyle and I did a couple of interviews, including this one. Hey, Lyle, time to catch up with our guest, and I'm going to let you do the introduction because you're our wrestling collector here. Yeah, well, uh, you know, this is Jeff from uh, Go Figure Collectibles. Place my wife probably balls? doesn't like doesn't my wife probably doesn't like the man. You know, uh, he kicked off my collection again. I think it was after the first lockdown. We came out of it. I. Uh, Went in with my kids because they're big Funko collectors. I'm like, okay, we'll go down there. Maybe I'll look at the wrestling figures. End up picking up a Jushin Thunder Liger figure. And that's where it started for me. Told my kids to tell my wife that it was only $30. They put me in straight away. Uh, <laughs> so I have this man to thank for my recollecting again as a grown adult with grown adult money. Um, yeah, Jeff, how you going, mate? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Doing a lot better than that. Now than what I was, uh, say, 12 months ago. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, uh, it was it was a tough couple of years for all of us, and I'm presuming your business probably suffered just as much as any. No, pretty much so. Yeah, definitely. Uh, nine months of lockdown, not easy. Now, did you do a lot of online business through that period, though? Yeah, we did a lot of online. But um, it was with the uh, minimal... You know, assistance that uh, the government gave us in 2021 was bloody hard. Yeah. Um, uh, 2020 wasn't so bad, but uh, yeah, 2021 was, uh, yeah, that was a tough one. Mate, take us through the mind of a collector, especially a wrestling collector. I mean, we've got footy card collectors, we've got Star Wars collectors, we've got all this. What is a wrestling co- collector? Can you can you narrow a wrestling collector into one type of person? No. No. So there's the wrestling collector could literally be divided into so many different, uh, you know, compartments. We've got the, the wrestling uh, belt collector. Mm. We've got the wrestling figure collector. You know, we've got the uh, the wrestling 80s memorabilia collector or or the magazine collector. Um, I'm a bit of a, a little bit of a, a bit of all of those above. <laughs> uh, so I've pretty much uh, collected a few belts, not too, not too many. I've only got myself about four belts. Um, but I, but yeah, in the minds of a collector, it really depends. It's very hard to get everything. See, a lot of people just um, stick to go. I'm going to collect wrestling figures, uh, and I'm going to concentrate on that, or magazines, 
or so forth, whatever the, um, you know, the flavor is. Uh, it's a lot of collectors will generally, you know, stick to one part of wrestling. Then there's, there's the others that will, you know, dabble in a bit of this and a bit of that. And I pretty much, I'm one of those. Uh, I would say mainly because uh, of my profession, uh, it, that always made it easier. So, but I did, so I started with some figure collecting. God, would have been as a kid, but uh, I didn't get actually serious about it until I was about, uh, I think in my early 20s. So we're going back, um, I'm, I'm going back. <laughs> Yeah, you know, twenty, you know, twenty five plus years ago now. Yeah, well, as a wrestling figure collector, and I collect the wrestling books as well. I, I feel you have the dream job. You've turned uh, your hobby and you're collecting into a business. Um, business for the livelihood, or does it also supplement your hobby? It does both, but I started it. Um, pretty much because I wanted to, I, I was just pretty much stuck in a, you know, in a shitty uh, job. Um, you know, I was a forklift driver for about eight years and just needed to get out and do something that I would enjoy. And it's just like, what the hell do I want to do? It took me a long time. It didn't, <laughs> it, it took me, you know, until my, uh, my late twenties to figure out actually what I wanted to do in life. Um, and that's when I, I decided, not so much in this is what I want to do in wrestling, uh, but I just love pop culture in general. And I thought, you know, let's give this go. And um, find, the funny thing was uh, trying to get your foot in the door in the pop culture back in the uh, 90s, as a starting as a business, it was almost like uh, trying to learn how how to find where you can find how to wrestle uh, in the 70s and 80s. Like nobody was, you know, handy. There was no internet. So uh, trying to figure out where you can find suppliers, how to get in, how to get your foot in the door mm. was actually a lot harder than it is now. Now you just Google anything and you can figure out, uh, all right, I'm going to, uh, here's a supplier here. Here's a I'll just contact them and away you go. Um Pretty much, if you want to become a wrestler now too, you can do you can do that. But back in the seventies and eighties, uh, if you wanted to be a wrestler, it's like, all right, how the hell do I get my foot in the door? Who do I know? Who who can I contact? It, it was a closed profession, and pop culture uh, uh, in general to get into that business was pretty hard because there was nobody was willing to talk. A lot of the places that I uh, try to get information on, it's like, how do I get into this business? They didn't want to talk because they didn't want any more competition. Yeah. yeah. So um, I got lucky at, and then ended up finding one person that uh, was struggling with his pop culture business and needed some, he needed to reach minimum order targets. So that's where I came in and he allowed me that little foot in the door and then that's where it uh, began. So yeah, and that's um, and it started from the home, from just from my um, bedroom, and it just grew and grew, and till three years later, I had enough uh, stock 
to uh, open up my shop and quit my job. Fantastic. Great story. That is a Re- really good story. Uh, Jeff, you you are, uh, do you go to conferences and stuff like that all around the world? Is there a, like collectors conferences and things? No, I wouldn't say not a collectors conferences, no. I mean, I do go to... Uh, Comic cons yeah. and stuff like that? I have been to, yeah, a number of times to uh, San Diego Comic Con. Uh, not to sell, but to actually get in there and buy because to get a lot of the exclusive merchandise. Um, and you'll be amazed actually how hard it is to get that merchandise. It's not like going to Oz Comic Con down here and uh, mm. just lining up behind a stall and buying it. It's not, You can't do that in San Diego Comic Con. Just getting getting a uh, a ticket to get into someone's booth is nearly impossible, and when you do, there's no chance you're going to get what you want because it's all so limited that by the time you you're in the line and you get to the uh, the booth, what you're actually after is gone, and everything's capped. You know, two of this, three of that, so forth. So it's actually really hard. Um, apart from the the San Diego, I do um, like online. Uh, conventions. When I say online, I'm talking about like it's going up to the Gold Coast once a year and going back to school basically, uh, doing conferences and learning the latest you know, tools, um, subjects, just anything to basically try and keep ahead of the market. Good. A lot, of, a lot of things now being made in China and the like. Have you found that the quality of the product has gone down or has gone up in the in the past 20 or so years? Definitely gone up. Gone up, has it? Definitely gone up, yeah. Um, that's across the board, not just wrestling. It'll be anything from, you know, just Star Wars figures or, you know, Star Trek or any TV show. Mm. Uh, the quality has definitely gone up. I mean, let's, let's just, for argument's sake, take uh, WWE figures. Uh, the figures... Behind me, you know, from uh, that would have been from the late ninth, from the nine mid nineties, uh, or to the early two thousands. You can look at them and go, you know, oh, they're really great. And uh, but then you look at the today's Mattel elite figures. I mean, they're superb. The detail is is far superior. The like the likeness nowadays is amazing. Yeah, yeah. It's all done by computer now. It's all done by yeah, yeah, yeah. So whether back in the old days, you know, it'll be sculpting. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So By it's uh, technology and yeah, know, more articulation for posability. Oh, it's yeah, it's out of control. They well, WWE ones especially. Yeah. They're called elite for a reason. Yeah. Um, you know, they are, you know, oh nostalgia and stuff like that. You know, you got your LJNs yeah. and all that. But yeah, just for the product of what it actually looks like, it's yeah. Well, the, like the, the the uh, the black label of uh Action figures is actually it's actually Hot Toys. Yeah, have you heard of Hot Toys? No. Uh, Hot Toys is they make twelve inch figures, um, and generally they make movie TV. Mainly, it's movie characters, uh, and they are the the best figures in the world today. And they literally look exactly like the. Uh, you know the human being or the, or the creature that they're uh, making, uh, but but they're not uh, cheap. You know, pretty much you know a brand new standard one 
you know, it's going to set you back um, 350, 400 bucks. Cool. Yeah. It'll come down once the technology gets more and more, mm. you know, and, you know. Uh, yeah, get uh, that purchase past the wife. Uh, no. Well, yeah. you know, I see my $30, $35 wrestling figures at the minute and, you know, maybe a couple of old ones that I can sneak nice. through the, yeah. you know, every now and then. But um, talk us through, you know, not, not just, you know, the, the scariness of the pandemic coming out of it. Now we have distribution problems with, you know, whether it's AEW figures or, you know, the WW elites, you know, we're only getting half of the series and they're all up to shit, you know, series 89 to 95. I think it was today. Like we're missing the ones in the middle. I wish I can uh, enlighten you on that. Uh, I'm in the dark just as much. And I cannot get answers from Mattel or Jazzwares. Well, when I say Jazzwares, um, we go for the Australian distributor for Jazzwares, which is Banter. And I've asked them the question. they got no idea. Uh, they just say, we get what we're given. Uh, same with Mattel Australia. They have been extremely difficult to deal with. Um, I literally I did everything I could to try and get you know, legends down here. Um, try to get the the I or getting placing an order as simple as this is too hard for them. You know, just, I want elite ninety five, for example. That is too hard. No. They will literally just say, oh, "We're just going to send you elite, whether it's elite ninety or ninety one." But it's like, but I already received ninety or ninety one six months ago. Yeah. That's that's what you got. That's what you get. It's that hard. Yeah. And there's a big fan base in Australia too, Tony. There's, yeah. a, you know, uh, obviously it'd be frustrating for Jeff, but there's a lot of collectors down under. And, you know, you, know, you, know, you can go to American sites like Ringside and stuff, but shipping is just criminal at the minute. Um, you know, shipping so we need really bad. businesses um, like Jeff to, you know, yeah. Mattel and Jazzwares get on board and, you know, there's a big... There's big shipping is base really here. bad right now. Where we've pretty much stopped importing. Um, yeah, to the dismay of a lot of collectors, unfortunately, uh, since COVID broke out, we really haven't been importing uh, anything anymore at the moment. Simply because a the Australian dollar is just gone to the pits right now. Two, then the shipping is gone so uh, high that by the time you bring the product over, you know, we're going to have to be retailing for like 60 bucks a figure. It's like, come on. There's only so much. You, can, you don't want to be selling a $35 figure for 60 bucks. So importing it is just not viable anymore. Uh, yeah, it's been so tough since COVID. Uh, everything has just gone ridiculously high. And since even when we got out of uh, lockdowns and, and going back to normality, if you want to call it that. Um, it hasn't gone back to how it was pre-COVID. So, but now it's just, uh, it's a waiting game now. Basically, we're just sticking around, trying to put, just getting as what we can with Mattel Australia. Um, but yeah, we're finding the same thing where it's missing yeah. this character or missing that character. So much so now that we can't even import, we can't even, sorry, we can't 
sell the product as a pre-order now because we are we can't guarantee what we're going to get. Yeah, no. uh, it's that sad right now for collectors. You're either going to have to pay through the roof and import it yourself from overseas, or good luck in trying to find it down here. Yeah, and you know, at the moment, every series seems to be missing one or two characters. Yeah. which makes no sense. I, I've got no idea why this is happening. Um, just doesn't make any sense. No, yeah, as a collector myself, it is very frustrating. But you know, let's talk about your own personal collection. What, mm -hmm. What's your top five figures that you've got? I know in the, you know, the figs down under Facebook page, you know, a couple of people asked, what, what's your top five? That's a damn hard question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As I'm trying to pick which is your favorite child, Lyle. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's like that <laughs> favorite child or uh, favorite dog. That's gotta be a hard one. Uh, <laughs> damn. Uh I have a soft spot for the just the the line itself, the uh, LJNs, the old eighties. Yep. Um, but I love the Mattel. Uh, legends line so i'm a big old school uh fan uh and a lot of those 80s characters they're the ones that um you know, are near and dear to me so it's generally randy savage is my uh all-time favorite so Ooh. a lot of randy savage figures as well as ultimate warrior figures uh they're also so colorful so um, charismatic, those figures. And there's so many different ones because he changed his outfit so many times that it seems like it's never ending with those. And yeah, I, I would have to say if I had to pick one figure, oh God, that's tough, tough. Um, Oh, okay. it's very hard to pick one figure. Oh, he's, he's looking around his room, and it's yeah, you you couldn't. It's it is too hard. Like, um, what I want to know though is obviously people have brought figures into you and said, "What is this worth?" Or they've brought memorabilia into you, and what is this worth? What is the greatest thing that you've seen someone find for the cheapest price? <laughs> As someone like uh, found a figure or something that they picked up for five dollars, and it's actually worth. 5,000 or something like that. I'll tell you what, I did buy, buy about just before COVID. Um, I bought it. Oh, what did I buy? I think I paid maybe about 100, 150 bucks for it. But it, it was worth quite a bit more. Uh, and it was more, more, I wanted it myself. When this person told me he had it, I, at first I didn't believe him. Um, back, it's an eighties figure. That, the AW, it's actually AWA. So we're talking, you know, oh, Remco. You know, yeah, the Remcos. Yeah. Uh, and he said he had uh, Boris Zukov, <laughs> the big, the big bald Russian. Uh, uh, and he said he bought it from. Um, Venture. Do you remember those shops? Venture, the, the yeah, chain? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he bought it back in the day. Yes. And he also had, um, 
a few, a couple of others. What was, yeah, we had a couple of others that I was after. But I didn't, I was just like, this can't be true. This can't be happening. Right. And he said, he'll bring it into the shop next week. And I knew the guy from back in the early 90s. Uh, we had a mutual friend. So I'm thinking, he's not going to stooge me. But he came into the store and he had him in little baggies. And I, I almost just fell over. Man, I know this is a podcast you're not going to be able to see, but I'll show you the boys. There it is. Oh, this is going to be oh, good. He's going to be goodness. good. I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps, Tony. There he See, is. <laughs> the gold chain and everything. Yep. And he's mm-hmm. in mint condition, complete, with his uh, clothing and, and big Russian chain. Now, that's one that that's near and dear to me because I never thought I'd ever get that. Um, but yeah, this sucker's you know, it's worth around at least 700 bucks loose. Uh, if it was in packet, oh, uh, yeah, you're talking for four figures, uh, you know, somewhere around probably about that four or five K mark. Yeah, one figure, Tony. One yeah, figure, I know. Now, the it reason is, I yeah. ask that is because I went to a market here in Altona on the weekend and I purchased my first piece of wrestling figure and it is this <laughs> foot tall john cena doll you wouldn't believe that i actually uh purchased six of those figures just last saturday including john cena did you really <laughs> what is what is he worth I, I won't tell you what i paid for i want to know what he's worth uh that one is worth around if you like that as it is like yeah. that, about 50 bucks Oh, well, I paid 30, so I'm 20 bucks a hit. Uh, that's all right. That's a good go. deal. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one that everybody wants and that's worth uh, a much bigger money is any of the Hogan's. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, now, I'm going to bring up a Hogan because the most stupidest decision I've ever made in oh. my life. Can I tell you this? I, I was doing a function, emceeing a function down at uh golf club down at Morty Alec. And on the way there, I stopped to get something to eat. And right next door to where I stopped to get something to eat was the Salvation Army shop or, you know, an op shop type thing. And I thought, oh, I'll just walk in. And as soon as I walked in, I saw this six-foot NWO Hogan, like realistic it was height and everything, full black gear, full face gear, everything. It was a statue of it. And they wanted 150 for it. And I thought, oh. oh and it was six-foot tall. Yep, six foot tall. This was a fairly massive statue. And it was only $150. And only $150. And I thought to myself, oh, nah. And then I thought, oh, (laughs) so I literally went back the next morning at like, I got there at 10 o'clock and they'd sold it half an hour before. (laughs) I can guarantee you it'll be worth more than $150. (laughs) I can guarantee you it will be too. Oh, it's heartbreaking. Over that. Absolutely. I hate every time you bring that up, Tony. Yeah, I, know, <laughs> me too. I hate it. Yeah. All right. Well, what what about Grail items? You know, something that you've been chasing for a couple of years. You know, there's a few people were asking that in the Facebook group. What are your Grail items? My Grail items are generally going back to the Remco's, trying to finish that collection. Uh, I'm, I think I'm missing about four, four figures, I think it is. Um, 
as well as the WCW uh, Galoop because oh, from yeah. the from the early nineties. I'm missing two of the UK variants. Um, uh, what's that? Barry Windham and, and Brian Pillman in the Baby Blues. Uh, so those two I'm, I'm still uh, looking for. Uh, eventually, I think I, there is a chance of finding those a lot more than the AWA Remco's. They're going to be a lot harder and a lot more expensive. <laughs> I'll slide slide into our socials. Yeah. If anyone has any leads, you know, hit Let Jeff up on social media, or you know, we can get in get in contact. Um, with you know, seeing you know, if distribution problems are going to continue being up the shit, how do you see like Go Figure collectibles moving? Would it be more online, or is like Funkos have taken off? You know, overtaking like some of the you know, a lot of the wrestling stuff nowadays? Uh, we're finding that pops, the Funko Pops now, uh, they're still strong. They're still popular. But we think the the, uh, the peak has happened. They're starting to become on the, uh, on the slide now. Uh, and when I say that, I mean, they're still you know, very popular and we still sell, you know, a, a good 300 plus of them a week. Uh, but, you know, say a, a couple of years ago, they were selling even more uh, and they were fetching more. But, uh, yeah, it's starting to go get come down a bit now. Um, as far as online, online's always going to have to be I mean, if you're not online these days, I don't know how yeah. any business can survive without being online anymore. Uh, even if it's just a presence to say, "Hey, we're here." Um, but yeah, we. I mean, we start started the business on uh, online. Um, still, still continue doing that, and that's still fairly strong on on the marketplaces. But we're finding actually marketplaces really do big business. Um. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, it's always going to be a challenge. What we do find in with Go Figure is uh, there's always new. Uh, there's new competition always coming up, popping up. And the majority of them are always going. I would say always, but the majority of them are online. Yeah. So that's always going to be, you know. It's always going to be keeping us on our toes, basically. Um, but yeah, we're uh, actually might as well tell you guys uh, we're actually looking at next year. We're going to be moving our store. Moving? Have we got an exclusive here, Tony? Oh, yeah. Go we think, where are we moving to? That we don't know yet. Oh. <laughs> we don't know. It most likely will be in the first half of next year. Um, uh, you do a big store. What's that? Bigger store? No, no. If if anything, it will be the same or a little smaller. Uh, yeah, our lease is pretty much coming to an end. And we're uh, hoping, I'm hope, hoping to buy our own warehouse. Right. So, uh, and so 
goodbye to landlords forever. <laughs> <laughs> Good work, mate. And looking forward to the 50% closing down sale before you move, <laughs> just to get rid of old stock. Well, that could happen, you know, depending on the size uh, of the warehouse that we move into. So, um, yeah, we'll have to uh, see what happens in the first half of next year. But uh, that's the uh, that's the exclusive. We're looking to uh, definitely be moving next year. Um, and where to, don't know yet. Don't know yet. But uh, we may end up moving a little bit closer to the west, possibly. Just only because uh, four out of the five, yeah, four out of the five uh, of us that work there actually live in the West. So that's a possible, but it's not certain yet. We don't know exactly where we're going to move yet. Well, let our listeners know as it, as it gets closer. But, mate, if uh, people haven't been to your store before, where do they go now? Right now, we were still there at 104 Bakers Road in Coburg North. And we've been in the Coburg North area now for, oh, geez, I think it's about 15 years. Um, love it there. Yeah, yeah. I've pretty much know everything around there, uh, and it's got everything that I need uh, as a business for a business. Um, but who knows? I we might end up staying in that area. Uh, I would love to, as well. But yeah, there's nothing in nothing concrete at the moment. Yeah. We just keep on. We're just looking every day and see what we find. But uh, it's not easy out there right now. No, it's that, not, mate. That, that, that address is saved to my favourites in my yeah, uh, GPS on my car. I've just got one other question before we let you go. Yeah. I've been asked to ask about a signed Vince McMahon photo, and there's a story behind it. Who has put you onto that? Yeah. I don't know the story, but there's a signed Vince photo. In your collection, is it? You're looking up there. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at it there. Um, that's got to be one of my friends that put that question to you, surely. <laughs> uh, all right, that happened 2002. We were uh, at the, the old Triple M radio station. And Mr. In McMahon was South doing... Melbourne? What's that? The one in South Melbourne? Was that second? I was thinking, um, in Dorcas sec- Street, was it or? Nah, uh, St Kilda, Ro- St Kilda Road, was it or? Oh yeah, it could have been St Kilda Road. The, yeah, the uh, real, the early one. Yeah, yes, there you go. it was there, and we were uh, waiting for uh, Vince to, if I recall, yeah, we were waiting for Vince to finish doing an interview there, and his limo driver. Uh, actually, sorry, before that, I had gotten a photo with him earlier that morning. Uh, he did a press conference. I can't remember exactly where it was right now, but I got a photo with him at the press conference. And I quickly went to Kmart, blew it up, uh, A4 size, uh, got that done immediately, dra- raced over to uh, Triple M because I had word that he was going to do an interview there. And a couple of my mates as well there. And we were waiting for uh, Vince to finish his uh, interview so I can get the photo signed. Uh, and 
sure enough, like I got Vince to sign it. However, the gold pen had uh, leaked and it was uh, not very, it, it, the photo was kind of smudged because of the gold pen. And uh, the limo driver, said, oh, I can fix that. So he took the photo and he just started rubbing it off. And instead, he just smudged it or destroyed the photo. Oh, no. Destroyed. I was absolutely distraught. I was like, what the hell? No. And the limo driver was like, whoops, sorry. Uh, so, yeah, he ruined that. My two mates that were with me that time could not stop laughing. They just were in tears on the floor. Uh, I was pissed. Great, I was like, that's why I'm going to photo of bits. It's ruined. The autograph is ruined. Uh, so I figured, so the limo driver said, listen, he's going to go, he's going to be uh, going to the airport now, very shortly. He goes, get it signed again. I'm like, so I've raced back to Kmart, <laughs> blew it up again. We raced to the airport. Beat the limo driver and Vince there. Waiting at the uh, airport, the limo rocks up in front of us and me and my one friend that by that stage, they was just like waiting for him to come out and he's not coming out. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, he knows he's, we're, stalk we're stalking him. <laughs> Vince comes out again. He's like, you two again. I go, he goes, how'd you know I was going to be here? Well, literally the limo driver had told us. <laughs> and i'm like vince i'm really really sorry but the last part i got smudged and ruined do you mind signing this one again he's like yeah sure pal no worries and he signed it uh again and he still to this day it's uh in my room where it literally says all the best jeff vince mcmahon Fantastic. Uh, that's good look first half of that story had me worried i thought i got set up and it was gonna be a bad story yeah. end in tears, but actually well, came yeah, around. Yeah. Halfway uh, through, there was tears. Yeah, <laughs> I could imagine. Yeah. I could imagine. Before we let you go, mate, get us all your plugs, you know, to your website, you know, where you give that address again. And so, yeah, you've got Tito is... Santana as a meet and greet in a couple of weeks. Oh, yes, really? yes, in that's store. right. We, we have got uh, Tito Santana on the 23rd, Wednesday the 23rd. He will be in the store doing a uh, meet and greet. Um, you can tickets are thirty five dollars, and uh, you get to take a photo with uh, your camera and uh, get an autograph in included and in that price. Kmart and get blown up and bring it back and get. <laughs> That's <signed>. right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have uh, we'll have eight by tens there at the store uh, if, got, if no one's got anything to uh, sign. Um, yeah, the website is uh, gofigurecollectibles.com.au. Uh, if you wanted to pre-book your Santana tickets, you can ring up on the phone and that's 93544081 and book your ticket over the phone or you can pick it up on the on the day if there's still tickets remaining. Uh, we do have Tito for a limited time, so you don't want to be missing out and taking a chance that uh, we have to cut the, cut the line. Um, yeah, really looking forward to uh, meeting Tito. We've had many wrestlers come to the store for uh, meet and greets over the years, um, including you know, the likes of uh, DBR, City, Van Dam, 
um chavo many 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 wrestlers um but being that i'm an old school fan tito i'm very much looking forward to uh meeting i've never met the man mm. so uh come down if anybody that's uh an old school fan you want to you don't want to miss this one yeah, legend of uh, wrestling. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Jeff, thanks so much for your time. I really do appreciate it. Love the stories. Love what you're uh, you're doing for the memory of wrestling and uh, just keeping that flame alight for everyone, mate. And uh, we thank you for doing that. Thank you for having me on. Good on, Jeff. Joining us here on The Turnbuckle. Welcome to Intermission. <laughs> Intermission. back you are on the turnbuckle here on my podcast house.com part two of the show which is always uh preceded no what's the word before i don't know i don't know what you're saying we proceed the intermission song off oh, no, you yeah, don't have whatever. to mention the yeah, intermission song anymore surely uh jeff from go figure what an interesting guy man we, we were fortunate enough to do it on zoom so we got to see his room there's a lot of action figures in that room yo what do you say over 2500 yeah, it was a good uh, good time to nerd out. Uh, was Lyle erect during the interview? Hey? Was Lyle erect during the interview? He may have been. I've got a fairly large table, so I couldn't actually see. But it's it's Very, big. very smart. And it's not that big, so. The table, or? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, very good. Uh, <laughs> insightful. Good. I feel he, you know, he got a little bit of his anger out on the distribution problems in the that are plaguing the country at the minute with uh, wrestling figures, so... Yeah, watch this space. Hopefully he does get some answers from Mattel and Jazzwares. Thanks to Bros Avard for helping us out with getting that interview. And um, he's also got a pretty... You want to see his toy yeah. collection? I, I want to see everyone's toy collection. Now, gentlemen... You don't want to see my mum's. I've... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Uh, now, gentlemen, I've uh, taken advice from my lawyers... And I've been told that I must cease and desist. What has happened, though? Like, Tony, honestly, before you get into this, we need to lambast you. For what? I'm away for one week. And we're called out by a former IWGP... Junior heavyweight champion. Tag... Junior tag team champion. On social media, so publicly called out. Because of you. Left me flat, to be honest. One of Australia's best. Robbie Eagles. That tweet got a lot of likes from a lot of people. <laughs> uh, so from that social media post from Robbie, yeah. can we which can stated we that I need to stop calling yep. New Japan Pro Wrestling, just New Japan Wrestling. Yeah, it's New, so new take, Japan Pro well, Wrestling. I've taken advice from my lawyers. Yep. And Dennis Denuto. They've said that I must cease and desist from calling New Japan Pro Wrestling, New Japan Wrestling. So I sincerely apologise to anyone who has been offended by me calling New Japan Pro by the wrong name. I know that New Japan, I know that New Pro Wrestling Japan 
and its correct name is now. And I'll continue to use New Japan Pro Wrestling whenever I use the name on this podcast. Once again, I'm sorry. That sounded heartfelt, Tony. But, um, any chance next time you read out an apology that you get someone to proofread it? Well, I said New Japan Pro Wrestling. You said lots of things. Hey, Tony, you got you got a lawyer to write that up, and you get what you paid oh, for. I'm nervous. But it was he paying by the word? <laughs> Charging by the word. Uh, can I just have a bit of a disclaimer? The the words and thoughts of Mr. T. Shebeki are not shared by Welshie and Lyle um, of On the Turnbuckle. Yeah. Uh, we want to be tried separately, Your Honour. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I would too. <laughs> yeah. I would too. So apologies, Robbie and everyone at New Japan Pro Wrestling, if I've got your name wrong for the last... Five years. Well, you got Robbie's name right, so that's a start. Yeah, I did. Uh, I say Ryan Eagles. No, no. No, Robbie. And, uh, yeah, so apologies for that. Is there anything we should talk about in regards to New Japan Pro Wrestling? They had a couple of pretty good shows last weekend. Yeah, we did in the intro, didn't we? That, that um, you know, Jake Taylor... We haven't seen uh, them. They're not... Yeah, they haven't been up yet. They oh, They okay. got filmed. Yeah. You know? Like we're hinted during was the interview last word, week. Though? I mean, what was the word on social media? Grease is the word. Grease is the word. <laughs> Hot crowds. Hot yeah. crowds, Tony, Good. from both shows. The one in Auckland and in Sydney. Excellent. Um, so, so, if you a show today, it would be cold crowd. It's freezing in Melbourne today. I put a jumper on. Yeah. Yeah. So, watch your space. Hopefully, they go up soon. And then we can enjoy them. All right, beautiful. Uh, WWE are offering uh, Austin a Mania match. Why? Because he knocked it out of the well, park last, right. well, earlier this right. year. He did, he yeah, good. he's in ridiculous shape at the minute. If you're following him on social media, yeah, um, um, I've been, my shape's been called ridiculous as well. <laughs> this is a positive, ridiculous oh, oh. Uh, condition he's in at the minute. So, and why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? So it's not like they're starving for money. Create another moment. Yeah, obviously. Vince isn't there to take a shitty stunner. So Do we want to see him wrestle? Yeah, I do. Yeah? Yeah, just for that moment. I didn't think I would, but I the way he pulled it off last year. Who's he going to wrestle? You got anyone, Tony? No, I don't know who's going to wrestle. Who, who would you like to see him wrestle? Uh, I don't know. Uh, what about Dean Ambrose? Uh... Bit hard. He's in AEW. Yeah, he's John Moxley. Contract, yeah. I know Tony Khan likes. He, yeah, he's got a little that's leeway. A door that's not open. Yeah, I don't think that's happening. Yeah. Right. Uh, oh, Zack Ryder. Uh, he's in Impact. Uh, Matt Cardona. Oh, World Series wrestling, you know. isn't he? And he could. The way he's. That's, that's not impossible, Tony. Oh, to yeah? be to yeah. be fair, you. I don't think it'll be the Stone Cold match. It's not impossible. <laughs> no. Actually, I'd that. love to see him come up against Jonah Rock. Well, he's with New Japan. Yeah. For a minute. Yeah. New Japan Pro Wrestling. Pro Wrestling, pro wrestling yeah. yeah. Uh, mm, I don't know. Well, um, Clay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hot topic there, Tony. I think he subscribes to Pitbull's newsletter. Mm. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. So I'm not that's that's Tyrus. NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, but isn't he like a talking head on Fox News? Like, <laughs> well, who, you know. Who will he come up against him? I'll tell you, it won't be Nick Aldis. <laughs> <laughs> Nick um, Nick Aldis could get a a match out of Cody a Mania match Cody could get an Aldis match out of Cody the way they told the story last Nick time Aldis. but I don't think I 
has yeah. got himself confused in some of what people want to say. But, uh, who would I want to see Stone Cold against? It's got to be someone like a Baron Corbin. Like, it's going to have to be someone who he can beat. And it's not going to be, not going to kill the person. So, yeah, like it's got to, and it's got to be a heel. Baron Corbin was probably the obvious answer. Yeah. What if it's John Cena? But then you're wasting the Cena match. Are you? Against Austin? Austin and Cena, yes, we haven't seen Cena it. Cena can make someone else. Yeah, but you don't, no, no one's worrying about that shit anymore. Oh, we want to see big moments. We have, we, you know, yeah, did big John, big. did, did, did Steve Austin make Kevin Owens? No, he just, just had an awesome moment. Yeah, but you can have two moments if no, you don't no. have them against if each you, other. If, if you don't do it now, ne- yeah, John Cena can come back next year and put uh, someone Cena over. Cena was called out anyway already. Oh, was that by one of the Paul brothers? Logan. See, I told you his knee's not really his injured. Knee's not injured. No. And oh, that, so it's, it's injured, but it's not an ACL. Yeah, you know, and it's a good reason to get him off TV, do whatever he's got to do. What about CM Punk, Tony? Oh, yeah, but he's for another organisation as well. So? Cody was at another organisation too. Yeah, but Sam Punk's still under contract. Mm. Crazier things have happened. I'm tipping John Cena. Yeah, okay, fair enough. uh, Apparently NXT have announced some new match stipulations or something. Oh, I've got this one. Have you heard of it yet? Any of you heard it? No, I haven't. What is this? All right, so this is it. What, with the war games coming up? Well, War Games has gone to the main roster, so they've found their own Correct. stipulation. Oh, okay. So, it's called the Iron Survivor Challenge Bout. The I Am Survivor. Iron. 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 So, so like an Iron Man match, Survivor it's the Series. Iron Survivor. It's <laughs> so, team of the night. this is the most TNAest match you've ever heard. Per the rules. Two superstars will begin the match. Yep, normally. And a new talent will enter every five minutes until all five competitors are in the ring. Okay. From there, the superstars will aim to score a win via pinfall, submission, or disqualification, and will earn a point for every successful fall. So if they get disqualified, they win? No, if they if the, if you oh, cheat okay. and yeah. get disqualified, the other person wins. Okay. However, if you get pinned or submit, yeah, you get put in a nearby penalty box. No, no, nah, you're, you're full of shit now. They know this is Vince Russo TNA penalty box. Upon completion of your penalty, you can return to the ring and resume your quest to gain a fall. When the match reaches the twenty-five minute mark. The NXT superstar with the most points will win and earn the title of Iron Survivor. <laughs> so is that the 25-minute mark after the fifth person has already entered? I believe so. But well, it would have to be, wouldn't it? Well, the penalty... <laughs> this Is is this real? Yeah. That, no, that's, it's, that's it. That's it. Can't be. This, someone's... Whoever's doing the uh, the media release or whoever it was, they've had to have been hacked. Rowan. That's the... No, no. Shawn Michaels announced it on NXT. Was sure. was he dribbling? When he hasn't gone back oh. to the Ultron Michaels, has he? I don't know. Look, that's the TNA is TNA match since TNA started. TNA TNA had a penalty box. Well, what are the, I know what everything is old is new again, but surely some of the uh, look. I want to see a King of the Mountain match. Abyss will be in this match you for know. sure. What, what, hang on, was was this match stipulation one a part of Jeff Jarrett's severance? Like uh, he had to leave this on the way out. I think he, he pitched this and they sacked him, but not before it had been green lit. <laughs> Heads will roll. I'd rather watch Ric Flair have another match than oh, this. 
Oh, would you really? Oh, well, <laughs> that's the, uh, well, that's that's the worst, worst match I've ever heard. I am interested in watching it now, so they've got yeah. they've got my interest. Well, you get to watch it twice because you're gonna have a men's and a women's. <laughs> well, whoever goes on first can nut out all the the ludicrousy of it, and hopefully, it's gelled by the second match. But this, I think, this is one and done. Yeah. It has well, to I be. I have a feeling Indy's going to be in one of these matches. Indy Hartwell, Australia's own. So um... she'll spend a few minutes in the penalty box. If we find out in Indy, you mean she's going to take some pinfalls? Or she's going to cheat. Oh, they cheat. Face no, that's moment. what I'm thinking. Oh, okay. I'm well, very much looking forward. To I, I, seeing how I can't see this catching on uh, like the big four. Well, you never know. You never know. Would you rather this or the Punjabi prison match? Well, how, how many paragraphs were the rules on the Punjabi prison match? Because that had the cage inside the cage. Well, you know, the the bamboo and... What was the match they had where they had, like, um, some stray dogs outside the cage waiting and the dogs, like, got distracted and... They just shit everywhere. Yeah. Well, it was that Al Snow and Big Boss Man? I believe was that so. the dog... dog? Yeah, it was something. After he um, fed Pepper to... Yeah. And I don't mean the condiment Pepper. Mm. Probably why the dogs were shitting so much. <laughs> well, <laughs> good, uh, good luck. <laughs> uh, who's looking forward to seeing AW Full Gear on Sunday? Yeah, this is good. They've been on uh, Mondays. In more recent times, so this is good for Australian uh, viewers. Well, Sunday morning. Sunday morning, yeah, nice. twelve o'clock. Yeah, so that's fine. good enough. That's perfect. Well, she'll be just getting home by then. Used to be like the seventies and the sixties when we used to watch wrestling Sunday at twelve o'clock. I have to go to well. Sixties, seventies. Have to go to some birthday party on Sunday. That's unfortunate. Mm. A kid's birthday? I don't go to kids. Yeah, birthday. that's what I thought. This will be COVID for the sixth time. Yeah, no, that he knows of. I've only had it twice. Well, allegedly. Why is he winking at us when he said that? I'm concerned about going to your wedding. Well, don't come. On the MC, I've got to go. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I can do it. Mm. Hang on. You're going to MC your own wedding? I don't sound too confident about me being there now. Have I hit a raw nerve or something? I'm very talented. I think it's just, he's coming off COVID, Tony. He's got the... COVID brain. COVID brain. Uh, any more on AW Full Gear? No, just bloody watch it. Okay. No. Mo- Mo- Moxley and uh, MJF main eventing Who the wins? title. I think MJF's going to win. Hmm. I think uh, he's been teetering on that baby face. We're going to get Bunnings against some MJF for outside. That's MDF. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So just getting home on a Sunday. MDMA, MA, Tony, M-A-F. doing that as well. Yep. What the fuck are you talking about? Bunnings. We're going to Bunnings. Get some MDMA. Hmm. Why don't they sell it? Well, someone, grass. someone would sell it there. They do. Uh, finally, finally, not a good year to be a roo, is it? Kangaroos finish on the bottom of the ladder. Deliveroo. Oh, look, is this about um, me getting me banning Deliveroo? Yeah, we. Well, you, you did call me earlier in the day, just ranting and I could. It was like white noise, Tony. He was that livid at Deliveroo. Like, mate, just, just, just fucking call Uber Eats. You got to well, apps. I couldn't at one stage. Look, put it this way. I'm sick of, I was sick of delivery because of the service being so bad. So I wrote them several strongly worded emails. Um, basically telling them that their service is terrible. And then they respond to me um, saying, oh, we hope we can make it up to you. And I said, no, you can't make it up to me. I want you to have a look at how much money I've spent on your app. And 
I will never be ordering again. Later that day, Deliveroo shut down. You were their only customer. Must have been their only customer. Or he was a very large customer, and they've they've outlaid a lot, and then seeing what they're going to lose in the next 12 months, they're like, nah, shut need, up shop. We only need three companies. We've got too many companies. Oh, yeah. here's my other... Hey, hang on a minute. I, just, he, I heard him say he, a little bit there about Uber Eats. What's your problem with Uber Eats? Well, my problem is I went to a wrestling show and I had too much to drink. And and the, I, that could be anyone. Stuck my head out the window and vomited outside, outside, the Uber, and they tried to charge me eighty bucks. So I'm banned from Uber. I was banned from Uber Eats. Well, lucky you didn't do it inside because I did, and it cost me one hundred and seventy. Yeah, well, eighty bucks is a lot of money for outside the cab. I thought. Yeah, just um, push it down, don't you? So, anyway, so I refused to pay for ages mm. until last week when I vomited out with my head outside my own car, and I had to clean it. And charge yourself eighty bucks. Um, it, I went through the car wash. Yep, didn't come off. I had to scrub that fucking thing for about half an hour. So, apologies. I've paid the I've paid the eighty bucks now. Um, and I am back on Uber Eats. So, delivery you're not going to be missed. So, go fuck yourselves. Okay. So eighty dollars is probably cheap in the end. Yeah. Oh, I think forty five would have been fine, but. Um, I was prepared. You can accept it. I was prepared to pay the eighty bucks, um, and it was a delight. On the weekend, I went out. I could catch an Uber home. I didn't have to get a taxi. Yeah, I was two minutes from home. I remember. We remember the. Yeah. We had the letter from the Uber driver. Oh, yes, correct. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, he wasn't happy at all. No, he wasn't. Uh, coming up shows Thursday, seventeenth of November. That's tonight. PCW Slam, Friday, the eighteenth of November. ACW Ascension at the ACW Academy. War, whoa, whoa, what is it good for? WrestleMania at the Rockhampton. WrestleMania? Yeah, WrestleMania. Mm. Two. Someone's called their show WrestleMania. Yes. Yeah, two Who's done that? One. Uh, Wrestling Australia Revolution. They've called their In show Queensland. WrestleMania. No, WrestleMania. It's two different They've called words. their show WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Royal Rumble next month? or Royal Rumble. Uh, and then the Survivor. Museum of Art anyway, if you want to go see it. UPW Recoil. That show is going to be the furthest thing from art. Is that belongs the in the Louvre? UPW Studios on Saturday, the nineteenth of November, Wrestle Strong Dojo, third anniversary show at the Club Singleton in Sydney. NCPW Battle of the Titans at the Wooch Rope, Wooch Wooch oh Wooch Hope RSL Club in Wooch Hope in New South Wales. Apologies for anyone that lives in Wooch, I hope. hope Robbie doesn't call you out for that. Did he you might say that, that show belongs in the Louvre or the Lou? The Louvre. Because yeah. <laughs> it's at the art. ECW cruising for a bruising at the Orion Centre. ECW! E, sorry, EWA. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I didn't type ECW on there. EWA. Oh, yeah. Cruising for Cease a and bruising. desist coming to new Australia. Company, <laughs> there's a new company in, startup in Queensland called WWE. They're having a show called <laughs> WrestleMania. It's going to be incredible. <laughs> EWA cruising for a bruiser at the Orion Centre in Campania. Don't mind that name. Wide Bay Pro, they're in Queensland. From the Ashes at the Maryborough State High School in Queensland. PSWA, uh, Colonel... Sanders. Cole. Colonel Devani tribute show. Cole. Cole. Cole Devani, sorry. Oh, yeah, there's no full stop. Cole Devani tribute show. It could be a Colonel. At 
Karadinga Sports Centre. Oh, that's Cal- a tribute show. I'm going like, to get his name wrong. You bastard, Tony. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You did a lot of work in South no, Australia. No, I, I apologise. Yeah. No, well, we assume. A genuine honest mistake. Yeah. Like oh, if it's not at the Thibodeau Theatre, you don't want nothing, you don't want to know about it. Uh, QWA Ground Zero Nine at the Townsville Central I mean, Stakes. How busy is Queensland this weekend? Townsville. It's gone uh, from nothing in the last three years. To bloody hell! Everyone's running WrestleMania. <laughs> there. <laughs> hang on a minute. You're I better check that, that website. Maybe they offered uh, Steve Austin the match. <laughs> Sunday, the twentieth of November, WrestleStrong Dojo at the Penrith Gales Culture Club. So come a come a come a chameleon. I tell you what, though, if they have offered Stone Cold the match in Queensland, it reminds me of there's a sixth division soccer club in the in England that's legitimately wrote to Man City trying to loan Harland out for the World Cup period because he may as well play sixth division. He's not playing at the World He's Cup. Else, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they did interview that manager and he said, "Oh, it's worth a shot. He's just going to play golf for the month." So. <laughs> I like it. It's a very good marketing oh, ploy. Very good marketing. Obviously, yeah. you know, it'll get their team name out there. Have a bit of fun. Just didn't get it over the line. Yeah. So, if you're a wrestling promotion in Australia, you steal some wrestling uh, show names and just throw out offers to Sorry. Roman Reigns. Apologise at the end of it. You can only Even if he tweets to say no, that's good engagement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Tony's just going to start a new company. Um, he's going to run it in a venue that he's going to rename Chicago. And it's just going to be Survivor Series I every love month. Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> love it. Uh, love you guys too. Catch you next week. Love you, mate. All right. And uh, love you people out there as well. Thanks for listening. Bye, Call guys. Turnbuckle right here on mypodcasthouse.com.